Hi there. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is, Who is the Captain of the Ship? Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you that you want us to know, that you want to teach us how to live in your kingdom, that you want us to have revelation knowledge. We receive that from you. We thank you so much that you care, that you're in love with us, and constantly reaching out to us, constantly being busy about us so that we can have understanding and live in your kingdom here and now, be a witness for you and a blessing to others so they can know you. We love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. God is such a blessing, and I just pray we can be as faithful to him as he is to us. And I just pray I can be a blessing to you today by sharing with you what he's given me to share with you. And actually this morning um, when I woke up, he said, who is the captain of the ship? And um, I, I knew right away what he was talking about because he showed it to me. And of course, in James, it talks about being double-minded. But, you know, God, he, he is so good. He's so amazing. And he so wants us to know. And he wants us really to know that he has to be the captain of our ship, of the ship, because if he's not the captive captain, what he's saying is the enemy is. And so when he's the captain of the ship, things are going to go well. We're going to decide that we're going to live in his kingdom. We're going to think his thoughts and we're going to speak his words. And then we're going to have the revelation knowledge we need because right, it starts in James, count it all joy when you're going through this stuff because you're going to get to the place where you're not going to lack anything. And then as you're going through this in verse 5, um, it says that God will give us wisdom. He wants to give us revelation knowledge to have understanding how to get through the storm to the place where you know what's going on. You know how you got there. You know, it's, it's really um, not fun when you get a miracle or something happens and you don't even know how you got there or you don't get a miracle and you keep thinking something's going to happen and it doesn't happen you know you don't want it to be a hit and a miss you want to be um, being splashed back and forth by the waves getting slapped in the face back and forth but you want to have understanding you want to have revelation knowledge and that is how you live in the kingdom of god that's a revelation in itself because so many people think God is saying, no, um, I choose you, I don't choose you. And really what he's saying is you got to get this revelation knowledge and then you have to apply it. My grace is sufficient for you. You get to do it. You decide how your life turns out. You know, for crying and whining to God, he's going to say, like he said to Paul, my grace is sufficient. Here's how my kingdom operates. If you need wisdom while you're going through this, I'm more than gladly give it to you. But if you're the one that can't make up your mind, you know, if you're just going back and forth because you haven't really decided, you know, either you're for me or you're against me. And if you hadn't made a decision, then, you know, the you're just going to be blown back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You believe you don't believe. You don't know what's happening. You're confused because you're just letting the enemy be the captain of the ship. And then sometimes you want God to be the captain and then things start going well and then you want the enemy to um, be the captain, not really, but you allow him to be. And, and God said, that kind of man won't receive anything from him. He's not going to give you the revelation knowledge 
that you need when you're not certain who you're going to serve. And that's what he's saying. Who is the captain of your ship? Who is the captain of the ship? If he's the captain, then you got to do it his way and everything is going to turn out right. You're going to be able to change your life. You know, I hear so many people say, I hate my life. You know, I don't like this in my life. Then God is saying, change it. Change it. I've given you power and authority and you change it. I'm going to give you the wisdom to do it. If you make the decision, you're going to live in my kingdom and you're going to follow by my rules. You know, the captain has rules and his rules are good, of course. And when you apply his principles to your life, you're going to have good happening in your life. So let me finally read it to you. If any of you is deficient in wisdom, let him ask of the giving God who gives to everyone liberally and ungrudgingly without reproaching or fault finding, it'll be given to him. And only it must be in faith that he asks. No wavering, no hesitating, no doubting for the one who wavers, hesitates, and doubts is like a billowing surge out at sea and it's blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind. For truly let not such a person imagine he will receive anything he asks for from the Lord. Being as he is a man of two minds, hesitating, and he is unstable and unreliable, uncertain about everything he thinks, everything he feels and decides. And, you know, that kind of person actually lives by how they feel instead of by faith. I often come into situations where I'm talking about faith. I'm saying, okay, this is what you can do. You can call it. You can say it. Stop complaining. Don't say what is, but say what you want to happen. And um, I've told you often that when Jesus talks about faith action, he gives me a direction. And if I say, well, but I don't feel like I want to do that, I feel like if I do that, I'm going to, and they have all this negative response, and that's because they're not having faith. And if they're not having faith, God is saying, we just talked about, you can't please him. You don't, if you don't have faith, you're not touching him emotionally like he wants you to. He's an emotional being. But also that he's not going to, you're pretty much saying that you haven't decided that he's going to be your God and then you can't receive anything from him. He's not going to give you the revelation knowledge because you haven't decided that you're going to serve him. If you decide that you're going to serve him and you're going to take the time to get to know him, you're going to get faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God. You're going to follow all his principles. And then you come under attack by the enemy. You need to count that joy because when you are going through this, you're going to learn. You're going to have understanding of how to win every time. You're not going to lack anything, James 4 says. And then while you're going through this, you can ask the giving God who gives to all liberally without fault finding and... Um, Except if you're double-minded, you know, if, if you can't decide if you're going to live by how you feel or if you're going to live by the Word of God. And if you're going to live by the Word of God, then you're going to live by the Word of God, and then God's going to give you the answer. And then He knows because um, you're seeking Him for that answer that you're going to do that answer, and then you're going to come out on top. In the situation you're in, you're going to win. It's going to happen. I want to read to you... Um, what it says on the message translation. Um, that is not the message, excuse me. So like it. here we go. In the message translation, it's actually called Faith Under Pressure. 
It says, consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come from all sides. You know, and I think that um, the reason we should is because if you're a threat to the enemy, he's going to come against you. If you're not a threat to him, then you're already living in his kingdom and, you know, he has no reason to come against you. So anyway, you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. And really, what is in your heart, Jesus said, will come out of your mouth. So when you're under pressure, what you've been feeding on is going to come out of your mouth. What, what you are full of is going to happen under pressure. And so if you've been faithful in hearing the Word of God, if you hear the Word of God, hear the Word of God, hear the Word of God, then you're going to be full of faith. And under that pressure, faith is going to come out of your mouth. You're not going to be talking about what you feel, but you're going to be like that strong soldier in the army of God, and you're going to be speaking the Word and calling those things to be not as though they were, and you're, you're just going to be speaking faith. You're going to, be, you're going to sound like Jesus. So forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed and not de- and not deficient in any way. So what he's saying is just let it happen. Let the enemy come against you and you stand against him and then you win. And that is you're going to have that under your belt. That is your faith. That is going to help you to win. And so under pressure, keep hearing the word, keep your ground, like Ephesians tells us, put on your full armor and don't move. If you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. He loves to help. You'll get his help and it won't be condescending to when you ask for it. Ask boldly, believing without a second thought. People who worry their prayers are like wind-whipped waves. Don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. I drift at sea, keeping all your options open. Now, I don't know, you could probably take this two ways, but when I read a drift at sea, keeping your options open, I'm hearing um, people say, well, you know, here I am just drifting around and whatever happens... You know, whatever opportunity is, I'm just going to take it and hope it all turns out. Que sera, sera, kind of thing. And, you know, some people truly do live that way, and that is not the faith way. That's living by how you feel. And so it really is clear what God is saying is that we have to choose who the captain of the ship is. Who is the captain of your life? You know, God so often shows us this path that we're on. And that was the other thing that came to mind this morning when he said this. Um, you know, we're on this path and, you know, he has a plan, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, And the plan is for good and he's the captain and he's leading us on this path. And so do we live by how we feel? Do we live by hearsay? Do we live by our circumstances or do we go to the captain and um, ask him? What's going on? What should I do? Um, what direction are we going in today? Just go to him. And like we just read, the Father loves to help, and he does. He wants to help you, and that's what he's saying today. Come to me. Just come to me. Let me be the captain of your ship. Trying to Stop trying to run your own ship or stop you know, letting other people 
rule you and tell you what to do. I'm your God. I'm the master. Come to me. Let me be the captain of your ship and stop going back and forth and back and forth. And I'll give you the answers you need um, to come out on top, to come out on top of this situation. No matter how long it takes, no matter how steps, how many steps there are, I'm going to get you to that place where you're wanting to be because I want good for you. I'm your God and I'm in love with you. So, but if we're a double-minded man and we keep switching captains, we're just going to be blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind and, you know, living really by luck. You know, a lot of people say good luck and I just think, I don't want to live by luck. I want to live blessed. I want to live in God's kingdom and I want to be blessed and therefore I have to make him my captain. He's the potter. I'm the clay and he knows what's good for me. In fact, he has a predestined good life for me, Ephesians 2.10. He has a plan to do good for us. He wants to do good for us. But we have to make him the captain of our ship. And then we do the things that he's telling us to do. We don't just hear him. You have to be a doer of the word, not just to hear. You don't just hear it and then walk away and um, get blown around because you hadn't made that decision. Because then you're just never, you know what, really? Nothing's going to change. So many Christians actually live that way, and I know I'm supposed to say this today. I almost forgot, but they live thinking something's going to happen because they call themselves a Christian, because they go to church, because um, they ask Jesus to come live on the inside of them. But they don't do the they don't do the captain's regulations. You know, like if you're expecting God to bless you financially and you don't give and you don't tithe. Or you do sometimes and not all the time, you know, you're being double-minded and you're not going to receive anything from God. You have to, like, just totally give it your all. He has to be, like, the captain of your life all the time. Not sometimes. You make a decision and you live that way and that's when things happen. But if you're just going back and forth, back and forth, so oh, I can't do it today, but I can do it tomorrow. Um, you know, I'll just start over tomorrow and I'll do what he wants me to do tomorrow. But, you know, just all this mumble jumble, mixed up stuff. And even having to, you know, have someone else um, give you their advice because you can't hear God or, you know, you're just always seeking some other place than God. Then really he's not the captain of your ship. He's not the captain of your life. And so um, we have to hear God to get that revelation. And the other revelation, as I already mentioned, of that is, like he said to Paul, my grace is sufficient. You have my revelation. You have my wisdom. You have my power. And um, like he said to Cain, I don't know why you're so downcast. You know, if you do what, what's right, then everything's going to work out for you. And if you don't, sin is going to sit at your doorstep. But, you know, so much of the time we don't even know what sin is because we're just going back and forth on um, on the wave and not having any idea really what's going on because we hadn't made a commitment and been faithful to God. And, and just said, I'm going to learn your way. I'm going to look at the word. I'm going to learn your way. I'm going to live in your kingdom. And I'm just going to do it. I made a decision. I'm going to do it. You're going to give me the revelation knowledge I need, and then I'm going to do that, and then you're going to give me more and more, and I'm not going to lack anything, and I'm going to come out on top. 
That's what God wants for you, and that's what he's saying today. Make him the captain of your ship. Make him the captain of your life. Make him your God. And not not just with your mouth, but by your actions, how you live. And yeah, you're going to look strange to people, and yeah, you're going to miss it, but he wants to help, and he will help you if you ask him. He's so good. He's so in love with you. If you never asked him to be your Lord, I just want to say that prayer with you right now, give you that opportunity to, to know that he is knocking at the door of your heart, Jesus said. And if you let him in, he's going to come in and be with you. He's going to be your counselor, your standby. He's going to tell you things to come. He's going to correct you and teach you. But you just have to let him be that captain so that he can do that. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He came to make you right with the Father so that you can be forgiven, so you can have eternal life. He's so good. He's so in love with you. You want to say that prayer with me? I would love to say that prayer with you right now. All you have to do is say, Jesus, I know what you did for me. I believe you laid down your life for me. And you got on that cross for me so that I could be right with the Father. I'm asking you to come live on the inside of me and be there for me forever, with me forever. I love you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for living on the inside of us and teaching us your way. You're so good. We're so in love with you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening today.